a corporate high flyer has been dropped in it as the alleged poo jogger who's been creating yeah, quite a stink this. on Brisbane's south side. Yeah, he's a guy that shits everywhere, is that it? <laughs> this is the first I've ever heard of it. Yeah, I, saw I saw it on fucking Twitter. <laughs> Brisbane's alleged poo jogger outed as a corporate high flyer, Andrew Douglas McIntosh. <laughs> Andrew Douglas McIntosh was charged with public nuisance after Greenslope's residents snapped off a shot of the jogger defecating on their pathway. <laughs> Mr. McIntosh is National Quality Manager at Australia's leading retirement village company, Avio, but resigned today. The 64-year-old also sits on a Brisbane City Council board, advising on fucking hell, advising on planning issues, and was previously in Retirement Village Association <laughs> director. <laughs> he was charged after Logan Road residents. <laughs> That's the photo. <laughs> <laughs> after Logan Road residents allegedly snapped a photo of him pooing on a path. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. He's just been doing a squat and his pants fell down. He's doing a squat, all right. <laughs> allegedly snapped a photo of him pooing on a path at their unit block just before 5 a.m. on May 11th. Police have... Oh, that's the worst photo. <laughs> Police have only charged Mr. McIntosh of Greenslopes with one incident, but results say they're up to 30 unwanted <laughs> drop-offs. Unwanted <laughs> 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 This is a quote from one of the residents. Our place was getting hit frequently, resident <laughs> Steve Smith alleged. It happened on a concrete path at the back of the unit block, which is the main entrance way to come in. Wow, this is... There's like... He's got toilet paper in this fucking... Yeah, he prepared. This wasn't he prepared. just like an no. emergency. He's got toilet paper in this photo. Oh my god! <laughs> Disgusted and also frustrated at what appeared to be a degree of planning, there was toilet paper used. <laughs> Mr. Smith and a neighbour hatched a plan to flush out the culprit. Oh, there's too many puns in here. Ah, no. <laughs> no. Well, Working out his route, run time, and even following him. Oh, I wouldn't. A night vision camera was hidden in the bush to capture the act. Okay, here's the caption. This is all from The Courier. So, news.com. Andrew Douglas McIntosh was charged with public nuisance after Green Slope's resident snapped off a shot. Okay, yeah. Intent on getting to the bottom of the... Oh, fuck no. off. <laughs> These aren't the runs. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Smith laid in wait with his digital camera. <laughs> Looks like we've got ourselves in a shitty situation. <laughs> I'm oh. number one on the council. Oh. I'll tell you two. what, Andrew Douglas McIntosh is going to be the butt of the joke now. Uh. Yeah, I know. Uh, Mr. Smith laid in wait with a digital camera when on May 11th he was just about to pack up when a jogger came running up the path. Mr. Smith expected to be met with abuse, but instead the man gave a friendly hello before continuing on his way. 
was very strange, he said. Mr. McIntosh's case was mentioned in Holland Park Magistrates Court this week. All right, there's the boring court stuff. He'll pay today. He'll pay it immediately, Mr. Ryan said. <laughs> he'll pay. Oh, he'll pay. <laughs> they said I was mad. Mad. They said. <laughs> I can't I, believe I, that's was, a thing. When I was shrieking, there are businessmen shitting on our yards. They called me crazy. <laughs> back to kick out the jams i was gone for a while but we're not freaking dead um now what you just heard was something i discovered last night (laughs) don't know how i missed this but thankfully to twitter uh (laughs) what do we do in this country it brought that very interesting news story to a head. So I think I might make that a regular thing on this podcast. Is just stories that will make you go, what the fuck is happening here? Um, as always, it's my illustrious co-star. I'm going to say co-star, uh, Tom Dahl. Uh, I love telling him things he hasn't discovered before because his reaction is priceless. Um, now on another topic... I've started doing segments uh, with Tom. We've been recording for a while, so I've actually got a couple of things backed up. So this will be on a more regular basis. I'm sorry about the long wait. I had a lot of work uh, and it is hard to do this by yourself. As most of you podcasters would know, but I have a special announcement. I'm going to start doing episodes with Tom under the guise of kick out the jams, but we're going to call it film splaining. Um, now, I guess film splaining is because I find it funny because Tom is a massive movie buff, and he—it's probably the biggest thing he's knowledgeable in. Uh, like my thing would be music and cartoons. His is comic books, comic book writers, movies, scripts, and movie stars. He's a massive Hemsworth fan. Um, so I've, I kind of wanted to do this for a while and we finally sat down and we've got a couple, but we'd also been watching The Wire and I decided to record our last viewing of the very last episode of the very last season of The Wire, seeing as it has been 10 years now since the show finished and it's left a very big hole in the hearts of everyone who loves it, so... This is dedicated to everyone who worked on that show, everyone who loved the show, um, and also the podcast, I think it's called The Wire Stripped. You should definitely give that a listen as well. So, here we go. Welcome me back, and let's kick out the jams.
I'm glad I. Sorry. I'm glad I caught those on the recording. So we're just about. To, oh, jeez, it's that. So we're just about to watch the very last episode of The Wire. How you feeling, babe? It's a lot of time we've invested in well, this. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm sad. I'm, I'm, but I'm not. Okay, that's long enough. Well, like, I'm sad because, um, and also not because the show was like, it just ended on the most heartbreaking scene in anything, but I just. Oh, dookie! But this show's <laughs> not gonna be uh, with us anymore. Like, I was thinking, you know, like through the year, what I like to do is I like to think about what the best art I've seen, like, I say art, media. You've consumed? Well, like, I like to keep recordings because I'm a bit precious about the best movies and best TV shows I've watched this year. Like, the best things I've seen so far, yeah. best TV shows. This doesn't really count on the list is what I specifically do because it's not from this year. Yeah. But it's the best thing I've seen. But it, I think i got to put it on there because it's – I think this – It's I fucking can, brilliant. Well, I think I can say it's better than any TV show ever made. It's better than any movie ever made yeah. like it's like it's a sprawling crime epic but it's not like it's kind of bigger than that it's like better than the godfather and breaking bad and all those not diminishing those it just happens to be better than yeah. every bit of media i can think of i'm 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 really upset that it's ending because mm. of that reason because it's the bet the best experience i've seen consuming media yes. this year has been watching this show it's better than any moment in a cinema we've gone from seats episode one season yeah. one straight to the last episode of season five uh and like to a point where we're both having dreams about the characters mm, some more than others yeah shut up <laughs> <laughs> if dominic west is listening give me a call oh. uh, <laughs> i'll be out that <laughs> you can hang out <laughs> sorry yeah. Um, you've been re- you've been writing some um, very graphic fan fiction about Stringer <laughs> Bell and Jimmy McNulty, haven't you? Well, one, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Two, I liked Idris Elba before I saw The Wire. Yeah. Because grizzled Luther Idris Elba. Oh. Yeah. Yes. All right. Don't scrutinize me like your Gus I'm from not, the Baltimore Sun not. tied it into the show. <laughs> Just checking your quotes on that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm spiking your lead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Spike the quote. Get rid of the quote. So. <laughs> yes. That it's a true. good show. It is. It's a good show. That's all we've been taught. Well, specifically me. But both of us, that's all we've been talking yeah. is... Well, I was get Because I studied journalism. I was getting super excited when they're on the trail of Scott, the guy that makes up his own mm. shit. Templeton, Templeton. The bad man. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Little weenus. Do you know what? This isn't really... It's not a criticism. I can't criticise this show. Even if it's... It's like me with Bowie. Yeah. Even if it's bad, it's good. Yeah. You know? So, like, have you noticed the penultimate episode? Yeah. Like, not the last one, but the penultimate one. It's, I know what penultimate Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just... Some people might not. 
you know, okay. is first. Google all. that shit. Yeah, I'm getting, no, I'll say it now. It's the second to last episode is the penultimate yes. episode. I'm making things clear for, our, <laughs> for your listeners. <laughs> Sorry for all carrying the podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when we go and listen to this before we go to sleep, because we're major, you know, big heads. Like, no. Um, no. Okay, so what I'm saying is like, it's, I won't call it a criticism, it's something I noticed. The penultimate episode in every season, this is a show that kind of takes its time, but yeah. even that's good. Like, it lets you it's kind of really watch it and play out. It's like a novel, is what they always said, and it feels like it, but it's... Well, it's written by authors. Yeah, and it's it put feels it. by authors. But the penultimate episode's... Boy, the ball rolls fast, doesn't mm-hmm. it? That one You're there. Like, bam, 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 bam. Was bam, bam, bam. Something you might throw in throughout the season. Not a criticism, no, just I, something I've noticed. I was going to say, how did you feel? This is obviously spoiler alert for anyone who didn't hear my warning. Should we list all the people that died? That are big. I'm just going to say, the one I adored the most, Omar. Yeah. Caught a fucking bullet in the back of the head by that little kid. Yeah. And I was so upset. But at the same time, I felt it in my gut. I'm like, yeah. his time is coming. Yeah. Uh, it was probably the best way to go to yeah. have him. You'd like the idea because Bunk He kinda... was relaxed. He was buying some smokes in a candy bar. But also, it was so kind of like unglamorous. He was yeah. he was limping. He was like he did not on his last like legs. Cowboy. He was yelling at dealers in the street that weren't there because everything he was what I kind of loved that last one. I didn't kind of pick this up. The dealers he wasn't really a massive he was secondary. They were too afraid to go to Marlowe yeah. and say that Omar's been saying shit. Yeah. So he was at the end of his tether and it's like the the hero that not just the people in the show like in have death built up. he still made an effect. Yeah, but like not just the 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 um, reputation he built up in the show, but to us as he's like this big hero. Yeah, he happened to just go out in the most like quick, uh, unsatisfactory. Not well, not a hero. No, no, just he he went so unglamorously and uh, har- like a child just killed him. Yeah. It was so. Not the way you'd think it'd go, but like, you know, Bunk warned him like yeah, exactly. that this would be the way it is. It's, uh, it's, yeah. Ah. I can't think of a bad thing about this show. No, I can't. I think I could think about bad things in The Sopranos. I can think about bad things in The Godfather. I can think about bad things in Breaking Bad. They're the things I tend to compare it to yeah. the most. Uh, but the- this one, no, I can't. I think it's the best story like, the biggest lulls on this show were fucking interesting. Yeah. I kind of need them. Yeah. I was saying to you before, what I like about this show is, like, uh, again, comparing it to other shows seems unfair because it's so brilliant. But, like, yeah. you want to crime... give it a reach around as well, Tommy? No, yeah, no, I will. I will no, I'm <laughs> only, yeah, I'll do anything this show wants. I'll take it out for a nice dinner. I'll meet its pa- fa- parents. Um, but, no. It's like, parents. It's parents. But, like, say, like, you watched um, a lot of Bottle Kempai, didn't you? I did. That was a... It's good show. Also with Michael... Michael K. Williams. Yes. Now, that was a good show. It was good acting, good writing, but it was also very grotty and often violent for the sake of violent. Like, yes. they tried to just shock you. A Which lot. I feel is a lot of Game of Thrones. It's just... Game of Thrones does that. It's, gr- it's rape gratuitous. It's like rape. Yeah. It's gratuitous. Um, this show, though, it's not very violent. 
Like there's there's viol- there's lots of violence in it. They do it tastefully, but it's not graphic. Except when Chris beats the shit out of that. Pepper. Yeah, yeah, but that was kind of needed, wasn't it? Because yeah. the point, well, the point was they were killing the others so clean. This yeah. was the one guy they didn't. But what you could kind of, even though it wasn't bloody and gory, it was also just as powerful. Like Snoop with the gun to her head. How does my hair look? You look good, girl. And then we just get a shot at the back with the window blowing up from her yeah. uh, murder. Incidentally, it's, probably fucked up her hair. Yeah, well, <laughs> there you go. But, like, uh, that's just as, like, shocking, really. Yeah. Like, it's powerful. Because um, it's kind of like in the... Like I mentioned in Jaws, how um, a novel lets your imagination run wild, whereas a movie is just like, this is what you're looking at. But yeah. Little bits and pieces like that yeah. allows your imagination to run wild. It's television, but acting like a novel. It's well, I think you can, I can. I think you can draw parallels to Jaws. <laughs> Always in a way. I know that's a weird thing to say. That is but, a weird thing. But to like, say. they're in terms of visual. Yeah. It's like the shark. We don't see the shark. The camera is the shark. Love that technique. For most by of the, the film way. here, we don't see it. It's all about sound. And feeling, yeah. it's not about what we see as well. So exactly, I some always... say, I get it. It's a long bow, but it, there's something there. No, I always love a monster film that doesn't show the monster most of the time. That always gets me because once again, my imagination goes nuts. Yeah. Um, and I do appreciate a show that perpetrate perpetrates perpetuate. You know, shows violence. Mm. But doesn't show it at the same time. Yeah. Like, it doesn't just shove it down your throat. Yeah. Which, like, I, you could probably, someone will probably at some point have the argument of like, oh, but that's what it's like in real life. I'm like, yes, but this is a show. This is creativity. Oh, it's, it's, um. Suspension of belief. So yeah. don't ruin my fun. <laughs> I, like, thinking about it, there's a, like, uh, I think about when I see this show, I often think, do you remember that scene at the end of the first Godfather where, you know, Tessio, the big Frankenstein-looking guy who's one of the Vito's dudes who mm-hmm. betrays him, and they say to him at the end, uh, oh, no, you're not riding with us. Uh, Michael wants you to ride with this other guy, and it's just a moment of him, oh, like, fuck. his face drops. It's like, and then he just I turn- know what's going on. And then he turns, it's like, tell Michael, like, I'm sorry, I always liked him. And that's it, and then yes. he just walks off. You don't see anything else, but the implication is so much more powerful than if we did see him get killed, you know? I was, I was just saying before, like, these guys, the, the street gangsters, they die with honour a lot of yeah. the time. It's just like, you do what you gotta do. And I'm not saying that's... Well, it's a good thing for television, I'll just say yeah. that. Like, holy shit, you feel like you're watching cowboys. Yeah. Which is essentially what they are. Yeah. Like, Baltimore in The Wire is very much the Wild Wild West. Yeah. And with Will watching, Smith and Kevin Klein. Yeah. With the giant mechanical lot, spider. Yes. In that it's horrifying. And Selma <laughs> Hayek's there a lot of yeah. the time. Um, and uh, I don't want to be like near it. <laughs> just yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, should we get. I think we should just get started. Get started um, on this? Like, are we allowed to promote other can i talk about other podcasts on this uh at the end yeah we'll do that oh are we going to do a recap of the, yes, the end of it we are can i just say this one real quick sure though okay uh no i'll say it at the end just yeah. remind me okay cool okay. all right
saw all of that. Yeah. <laughs> just off the bridge. Something like to say, no time. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> it's like my kids gone off to college. I know. And you know what's worse? They'll never, you'll never have another kid as good as that one. <laughs> don't tell me that. <laughs> I just don't think so. It's. <laughs> It's highly unlikely. It's so sad. I miss it already. I know. Oh my god. Oh, they're good at tying up loose ends though. They are. Well, you know, like, it probably ended the best way, didn't it? Like, because there's no way you could have a fitting conclusion. It just all went back to the beginning, essentially. Which... Except, so, you know, uh, Bubbles is yeah, able to be with his family again. Yeah. Ronnie's a judge. Yeah. Damn. There's that, but people, <coughs> like what I just... The world keeps turning. Well, we saw it. People replaced those roles, though. Stepping yeah, that's true. Shoes, you that know. Was, that was a beautiful rendition. Like, so simple now, but it's like 10 years later as well. Yeah. 10 years later, since this finished. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Feels weird. And arguably hasn't, you know... Um, hasn't been matched. Bettered, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I, okay. So, what did you think about it? What, what the last episode? Yes. Um, that, well, I mean, that show, like, it's not even like... You know how there are some TV shows mm -hmm. you can think about, like, oh, this was a great episode, or this was a great season, but that entire show, it's just like... The entire run, I yeah. think, is it's rare. I just think of it as one, like story, like that's all it was. Yeah. And it was just the final chapter, and like I said, it just like, uh, yeah, that's probably the only way you could end that show was like, there's no having a somewhat satisfying ending. It's sad. It's satisfying for me as a viewer, but you couldn't like have any. You could have some major changes, like you mentioned a couple then, but for the most part, everything. Rolls basically become a ranger? Like, you look like a fucking so. boy scout. I think what it was is, like, superintendent of, like, the county and stuff. So, yeah. not specifically in Baltimore. No, more of, like, a Twin Peaks type. I think so. so. It looked like that type of outfit. Like yeah, it did. I don't think that was the job, though. No. No. But he looked like he was in Yeah, Twin yeah, Peaks. it did look ridiculous. Yeah. But, yeah, it, um, I'm pretty sure it was something else. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I feel like, yeah, I feel like a member of my family has passed away or something. Like, I'm yeah. never going to see their face again. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that it's not as, like, um, uh, what's the way, like, subtle. Well, it's just not as good, but nothing is, so it's not worth comparing. But, like, David Simon's next show, The Deuce, is mm. worth, like... Maybe if you like, you start fear missing that show. That's a good one to go to. Okay. Not least because it's the guy that made it, but many of the cast members return good. in that show as well in small roles and big roles. Like okay. Frank Sabotka returns, D'Angelo Barksdale returns, Levy, the judge. Actually, Freeman. Freeman's in one episode for a very short amount of time, but very great scene. Who was uh oh fuck. Uh, Method Man is has a made bigger role in the juice and he's brilliant. Like awesome. it's yeah. You develop like an affection for all these characters as well. Yeah, yeah. And there must be well over 
like a hundred characters in this show. Yeah. But I think, you know, most of them we've got a handle on. We know who they are. And some you just leave. I was so annoyed that that prick Scott got a fucking Pulitzer. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. But like Gus said, like that's going to happen. Yeah. But what's the major the implication there? Nothing. It's just they, an award. Yeah. It's not going to... They've endorsed a liar. Mm. That's true. But like then, like you said, like what the show's mission statement is, it's just going to keep moving on in one way or another. The war on... Just like that, people are going to forget about that and then something else is going to replace it. The war on drugs isn't going to end. There's still... Marlowe goes, another person replaces. I think it also... T- like, that show has a beautiful way of talking about how bullshit this war on drugs thing is. Yeah. Like, that was... A thing Reagan came up with, I guess, to distract from <coughs> other issues. Mm. There was an AIDS epidemic. There were golf. What? No, that was nineties. Yeah, it was a whole lot of shit. What's um like in terms of using the war on drugs? Is it? Uh, yeah, a lot of people, um, and I feel like they're they're justifiably. Um, uh, backed up in saying yeah. this, but a lot of people, you know, will say the war on drugs is mainly to put black folks in prison. Yeah, and um, the results twenty years later, that seems to be the case. Yeah. I think what's interesting though is you said like the Reagan thing was about like covering up, like putting the war on drugs forward. It's to a co- distraction to it. Like if you've ever seen the movie Wag the Dog, that's all about distractions. Yeah. But what I liked about the, this show in the first series is, like, the FBI agents say, well, the war on drugs is now cut because of the war on terror yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like, they've left that problem behind for a more popular one, you know? Which I suppose is what it was. Charlie the war on- Wilson's War, they kind of talk about that um, when he's trying to build schools after they take down the Russians. Everyone's like, oh, you're still talking about that? Come on. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. I mean, that, but yeah, that's what that show is doing. What did Carver say that was beautiful? Um, he's witnessing some hoods getting the shit beaten out of them by their kingpin. Uh, yeah, he says, um, and actually Herc reiterates that at the in the second to last episode, I'm pretty sure, but he says, like, this is why we'll never win this thing. If they fuck up, they get their asses whooped. If we fuck up, we get pensions. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, he says, like, Herc says that, to some effect, like he takes to Chris, Levy? yeah, to Levy. Yeah. I think it's about Chris taking the years without parole, yeah, or so. I, I'm not sure, but it makes sense. And this is <laughs> paraphrasing, he takes years of parole for us. It's just like you get sh- shifted to another job without any change in your pay or yeah. something like that. Like it was, um, yeah, fuck, I don't know. It's a good content, it's a good, babe. It's a good quality. It's a uh, good thing. It's it's a story, and I'm I'm a massive nut for stories, as most people are. We <laughs> it's it's like an ingrained thing that a lot of people find hard to explain. But I I always am quite flabbergasted whenever I come across someone who says oh, I don't like fiction. Yeah. I'm like what? It, yeah. It, I remember meeting a girl in journalism school who said that, and I was very taken aback. And I'm like, but why? Oh, it doesn't interest me. That's so broad, what though. What happened? Because that one, like, this is, I can't say think of a way to say this without being wanky, but, like, that's fiction. This is fiction, this show, but it's kind of really not as it's well. It's fiction <clears throat> um, sewn together with 
essentially true for us. Yeah, mostly. I mean, I'd say it's very palatable for people that are seeking, you know, some authenticity. What did Gus say? It always starts with the truth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what the show is. So That's weird, people saying they don't like... It's very strange. Also, I think when you say story now, again, I'm... Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but when you say that, you're like, you, you're interested in the dynamics of a story. Like, everyone loves a story. Yeah. Like, we all, everyone does. They like watching shit, but you I and me probably think about it. everything about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, we... That bro- is interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we, we did that when we watched Twin Peaks as well. Like, every episode of that would end with us having oh, to... Well, actually, to be honest... That's not for a story. Now you kind of have to sit down with someone and talk about every episode of Twin Peaks. Yeah. <laughs> but also with this show as well, we kind of we didn't talk through it, but we had a commentary like, "Oh, that means this," because yeah. it isn't a show that just says, "And we got the criminal." Like you kind of have to do some work with this show, which is refreshing. Which is good. It 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 is. It doesn't dumb it down for anyone. Yeah. Which I adore. Yeah. Um. That because was great. that's why I hate those kind of trashy cop shows. Like you don't really the, like your procedural... I don't like my burn notice or my prison break. Do you know, I had some trouble... Even sh- Lost I had trouble with. I'm just like, nah. You know what one I had trouble with? And I don't really mind this show, but yeah. I think it might be because we were watching at the same time, was Law and Order got really sucky for me when we were watching those old episodes. Because did it? Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, that show was kind of is fine. Like that show passes the time. Um, but it, I was like, I can't watch this shit when the wire. I'm watching the wire. Like it's so much better. Yeah. Because I it's just something like that's going to get wrapped up real quick. I feel know? like I'm going to have that problem with every single TV show now. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. That's the problem what... with getting the best is you get fucking spoiled. I sound like such a privileged dick at the moment. <laughs> no, well, like. It's um, deeply concerned. No, but it's like, <laughs> it's kind of depressing still. Yep. That's fair to say, isn't yep. it? Like, if that that is often regarded as the greatest television show yeah. of all time, and with good reason, it should be. But, yeah, it's, I find that, like, um, I, I have that with a lot of shows, though. Like, I watched that show Riverdale for a bit. I stopped. I watched, okay, so I watched the first ten episodes, but then I discovered The Leftovers. Yeah. And I was like, I can't watch this shit. Yeah, life's <laughs> yeah. too short for shit. It's, it's, yeah. it's a program for children. Yeah. And I was quite <laughs> enjoying it at the time. You know, the, you t- I think you told me they're doing a Sabrina one as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, I, which they say will be kind of like... Which, like the comic books look interesting. The idea of it sounds intriguing to me. There are just some stories... I've said this to you before, like when we watched a bit of that show, Happy. There are some shows that should just be movies. Because I could yeah. watch this for an hour and a half. I can't do it for like yeah. six hours. I really liked um, Happy the Comic. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And the TV show is incredibly fucking clever. Yeah. I think Pat Oswalt's perfect for Happy. Um, but yeah, I'm, weren't we halfway through the show? We were. And I think we we're... It, it's fine. But like... I, and I actually wanted... I won't get into this because we're not talking about it now. No. I wanted it to go one way. Like, I really wanted some, it to go one way and it didn't. And yeah. I was really disappointed because the show I wanted wasn't on yeah. as well. Um, well, you're going to have to write that show then. Yeah, I guess so. With Happy, just real quick, two yeah. minutes, and you can cut this out if you want. Happy the comic. Really good comic. Yeah. But not a really good Grant Morrison comic, wouldn't you say? Is that a fair criticism, do you reckon? Like, compared to, say, The Invisibles. Are you or... saying because it seems too normal? 
<laughs> yeah, I, I think I am. I think, well, Happy reads like a, and no offense to him, but his books have their place and they're fun. It reads like a Mark Millar book, Happy. Oh, shit. But You throw in shades? Yeah, I guess so. You I throw guess, in Millar shades? Look, everyone has a place. Like, you know, <laughs> but like, I like Conair. I like The Wire, you know? Like, there's That's those two things. Fair. But like, if David Simon made Conair, you might be a bit disappointed, <laughs> wouldn't you? Is that a fair analogy to make? If he made like a big dopey action movie you'd be like oh that's not really what i want (laughs) you know like after artists start giving you something yeah but yeah i don't know that's just a thought i had like say because the invisibles is a really dense the invisibles is on an entirely fucking level i feel like this was and i think grant morrison was just having a break and i think making a comic of that level is his idea of having a break i think what i kind of need to do yeah i understand i i think on another note, but on the same note, I think after this, I might need on to go... On two different notes. On two different notes. Okay. Yeah, on the same note. I think after this, to satisfy myself, I might need to go back and... Because I had some trouble with the Invisibles. But yeah. if that's like a long, dense... I love it. ...hard story, that might be good after the... If the wire has... You need a some, palette cleanser? No, I think it'll be perfect pairing, to be honest, because it's a strange sort of long story, the Invisibles. Like, it's not a... I Okay. What? I feel... I don't know if it's a perfect... No, I'm not... Look, they're obviously... Pairing? Yeah, they're very different things, but they're like stories that go over time and they take their time telling a story. You're, yes? you're used to having a lobster dinner and you want to continue on with lobster dinner instead of go straight to the hamburger. I think it's fair to say that the Invisibles counts in that sort of like, thing. It's a, it's a like... It takes its time. Yeah. But do you understand what I mean? I, yes, obviously the invisible. Of I do. Yeah, no, no, I know. But obviously the invisibles isn't the same as the wire. But like, in terms of storytelling, there are some similarities. Yeah, no, I know that. Okay. I, know, I don't mean to get angry. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like there is something there. Um, can I recommend the podcast I was talking about yes. at the start? Okay. So, uh, we talked about just the end of the show. Yeah. And um, like why we loved it in just this episode but a really good podcast that i started listening to around the same time that we started watching the show was uh the wire stripped mm. um which is a great one because these two guys i've forgotten their names i'm sorry yeah uh sorry um they go through you can put it down i won't touch the couch anymore <laughs> Are <laughs> you making me sound like a dick? It's for sound quality. Yeah, no, no, I know. I wasn't making you sound like a dick. I went. To, I was. I was making noise, and I'll stop now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you can leave this in. This is real. <laughs> this is like the wire. Okay. <laughs> and ironically, we're talking on a device that looks like Freeman's um, computer in the <laughs> show. Um, a little sound bar <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have marlo stanfield on here with a clock in a minute it'll be great <laughs> no but like the wise strip these guys uh go through every single episode and break each moment down yeah you know? but also they intercut it with interviews. interviews with journalists but also interviews with actors on the show so they interview the bunk and daniels Did and say they also interview mike from answer me this who does the tom waits podcast yes uh yeah. the uh the, uh, oh, I, I forgot what, Song by Song? Yeah. Yeah, uh, they do, because he does a, um, there's like a cover from that podcast 
of Way Down in the Hole that opens the um, show. I love that song. Not a Tom Waits one, but I think the guys on the show, one of them was a singer. I don't know. I'm just going by. Which one was your favourite opening? Season uh, one, season two was the Tom well, Waits one. Well, season four was my favourite series. Yeah. I know I said earlier, it contradicts what I said earlier, that it's all one show, but season four was my favourite. Yeah. The kids, but also the uh, girl group, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, like it sounded like a 60s girl group, but yeah. a more modern version of that. Um, the fifth one, he was very droney. That was not a good one. No, the um, music was the same as the first. Yeah. But the voice was different. It was weird. Yeah. I mean, first and fourth, don't you reckon? I can't really remember the second one. Second was Tom Waits. Yeah, that was okay. Yeah. That one's probably yeah. my favourite, yeah. but I really? like the girls yeah. as well. Yeah. I can't remember the third. First one, I think the group's called Three Blind Mice. I'm not sure, but I think it's like a... That's the bluesy one. Yeah. Yeah, that one was good. I can't remember the third one for the life of me, actually. All right. So just for my... Because I'm lost. First one... Was establishing the Barksdale. Oh, like what happened each one? Yeah. Okay, yes. First one, establishing Barksdale. The major crimes major and crimes. Barksdale. Second. Uh, major crimes, investigating. Well, um, I won't, I'll just, I won't go into big things. I'll break it down as small as I can, which is hard with this show. Major crimes, investigating goings on at the docks with yeah. the steam yes, doors. Yes, that's it. And then on the side... But sales were periphery for a yeah. lot of that season. That's usually was uh, Stringer Bell major crimes and Barksdale's again. Yeah, Stringer Bell running the Barksdale's and periphery was Carcetti's introduction. Yeah, fourth uh, season was the kids, the school, and which I really liked. Carcetti's, um, it was kind of a few. There was the schools, Carcetti's election, Marley. And- Marlowe's introduction and Bunny Colvin. Uh, oh, uh, Hamsterdam was in season three. That's it, yeah. As well, that was... And... Uh, no, Bunny was working in the school. Yeah. So, yeah, beforehand, Bunny worked in there. And then that one, the last series was fake serial killer. Yeah. Investigating Marlowe. Journalists. And... I like Carcetti balancing school and... Yeah. Cops. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It took show. a while. <laughs> it did, it did. Um, but you could talk about watch. one aspect of like th- any series for like three hours. Yeah, oh jeez. Yeah. I don't think I've got but that much not, recording but time. Once again, why stripped will go into all that yeah. shit, which is good to listen to. Um, cool. I'm very tired. I Me think too. I want to go to sleep. Okay. Um, love you. Love you. <laughs> good night. It was good, good night. to talk to you. Yeah. And I'll, uh, I'll see you on the next one. What movie? Oh, are we doing, um, what, have we worked out what we'll do uh, next time? Sp- film splaining? I Tom splaining. Tom splaining. <laughs> that's the name of the show. Tom splaining's every day of your yeah. life. <laughs> this is where we explain a lot about just Tom. Uh, no. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah. I'll subscribe now. <laughs> I was thinking a kung fu film. Either Yojimbo or another. Yeah. Um,. That's a good one. That's a good question. Or, um... Cur- yeah, Lady often. Snow? Lady Snowblood? Yeah, Lady we could Snow do that. Yojimbo would be cool. I've not seen Yojimbo or Lady Snowblood, so yeah. that could be cool. That would be good for, like, one that I haven't seen as well, because I've seen yeah. the last couple. Just because I would like to do films that aren't in English as well, because there's yeah. so many amazing ones, um, uh, and I feel like a privileged yeah. white kid. 
Yeah, yeah. No, there's some great ones. A couple of good ones I've seen recently. Yeah. Uh, one recently, one that's good. Run Lola Run, as we talked about, would be good. I was telling you about Nightwatch, the Nightwatch, Russian vampire one, which had the really creative subtitles. Yeah. It's fantastic. There's one called Wild Tales from Spain, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's literally what it says. It's like four tales in one movie. Kind of Black mirror in a okay. way, where they all kind of have, they're all interesting stories just yeah. cut together. So it's good because, you know, they're all good. Yeah. But if you get bored with one, don't worry, because another one's coming. Cool. Just, it's really good. Yeah. I think you'd enjoy it. Excellent. Cool. All right. Um, till then. All right. Good, good night. Good night. Out the Jams podcast was written, recorded, and edited by me, Bridget Faye Hodder. Uh, a big thanks to my fantastic guest. Uh, I'd like to just let you know if you like this podcast, shout me out some love. Send me a dollar or two on the Patreon. That's patreon.com slash K-O-T-J podcast. That's how we keep this whole thing running is your help, as well as the help of my fabulous guests. Um, check out my website, kotjpodcast.wordpress.com. I do comics. I make music. I make this. Uh, I also do professional things, but they're, they're kind of boring. Love you. Bye.